Greetings, fellow claim professionals. This is Kevin Quinley of Quinley Risk Associates from the Richmond, Virginia area, bringing you our latest installment of the Claims Coach podcast. This is the podcast that delivers tips, tools, and techniques to help great, great claim and risk professionals get even better at managing their claims, their time, their resources, and their careers. Today's topic is Confessions of a Claims Manager, 10 Ways Attorneys Can Avoid Billing Tussles. And this is really directed primarily, though not exclusively, at our friends in the defense bar. You know, some of my best friends are defense attorneys. I say that truthfully, but to a person, almost all of them feel frustrated over insurance company cost pressures. And let's face it, that's an undeniable fact. Insurance companies face huge cost pressures these days to keep expense ratios down. And these cost pressures filter down to claim departments and then filter down to adjusters. And in turn, they also filter down to defense attorneys. You remember the old saying about what rolls downhill? So, How can defense attorneys, whose practices focus on insurance defense and insurance claims, foster improved relationships with adjusters who assign cases and avoid the headaches and hassles of contentious billing issues? So let me offer 10 quick tips from my 30 to 40 years in the trenches of of reviewing and paying legal bills and assigning cases outside counsel. Tip number one, read and follow the carrier's guidelines. Now, at the courtship stage, let's face it, virtually every law firm and attorney insists that they have seen all the guidelines and they will happily adapt to all guidelines. Often, though, this proves to be more lip service than substance. If you take on a new assignment for a carrier, Study those guidelines as you would for a final law school exam. That's tip number one. Number two, avoid block billing. This is a red flag for legal bill auditors. One way to stay off the radar screen of bill auditors is to itemize each billing entry and avoid block billing. Block billing is where you describe sort of a paragraph of activities and then put a bulk time charge next to it, usually to the right. So that is a tripwire. Avoid block billing. Break out each task on a separate line. Number three, show no charge tasks on your bill with the notation N as in Nancy slash C as in Charlie. No charge tasks. There may be certain things like research, or, or tasks or work you've conducted in connection with the case for which, for whatever reason, you don't intend to charge. Could be confer- in-house conferences with other attorneys. Some insurance companies won't pay for those in-house conferences. And I won't go into the rationale for that, but sometimes you still need to, to conference a case in-house. Do what's right and forego the billing for that. But if you have time that you've expended that you have not charged for, include these on the bills. 
so that the insurance adjuster can see that you're handling the case frugally and that you're doing what you can to be prudent stewards of the time and their expense. Number four, proactively revise budgets when case dynamics warrant. To paraphrase a popular car bumper sticker, stuff happens. Now budgets are useful disciplines and more and more insurance companies require them, but obviously they're subject to the caveat that circumstances change that can blow the best litigation plan and budget to smithereens. Litigation is a dynamic environment where factors beyond the defense attorney's control can necessitate additional work that exceeds an outdated budget. So don't wait for the client to ask for a revised budget. Part of your job as an attorney doing insurance work is to scan the horizon for changes in circumstances, changes in the landscape. And when these happen and drive a need for a revised, usually higher, budget, do that revised budget and send it to the carrier with some brief commentary. That's number four. Number five, very simple, quality check all bills before they leave your office. The client or the carrier should not be the one catching billing errors. The client or the carrier or the adjuster should not be your quality control system to spot errors in the bills. Number six, never surprise the bill payer. Before sending out a whopper bill, pick up the phone and speak to the claims handler. Let them know. Say something like, look, Adjuster, Adjuster Jones, the current bill that you're going to get is hefty, and I wanted to prepare you for that and offer some context around it. Maybe there's been additional depositions that the plaintiff has noted. Maybe there's additional document production. Uh, maybe that there's a ton of insured fact witnesses that need to be prepped. But pick up the phone, give them a heads up, and put some context around it. Number seven, provide context for expense accumulation. If the bill is a whopper, recap in your cover letter the factors that drove the significant activity on the case. For example, uh, Adjuster Jones, this billing period was a phase of intense activity due to the following factors. And mention or list those factors, but provide context for the accumulation of expenses, especially if the size of the bill is an outlier. That's number seven. Number eight, make proper introductions before having strangers bill on the claim file. Call the adjuster or the client and say something along the following lines. Look, if you have no objection, I'd like to involve Joe Blow or Jane Blow on part of this case to do the following. I think this will be cost effective because of, and then comment on that. But a red flag for many bill reviewers is the name of an attorney that they know nothing about, that they've never met, billing on the file. Preempt that problem. Number nine, keep an eye on the big picture of the claim and, and the likely case value in the context of your bill. 
What I'm saying here is don't run up a $50,000 legal bill on a case that clearly has a maximum exposure of, say, $25,000. That's what adjusters ruefully call a constructive total loss. So keep an eye on the big picture, your billings vis-a-vis -vis the exposure of the case. Finally, number 10, know thyself. Assess whether you really, really, really want to do insurance defense work. Look, if billing guidelines and bill audits drive you crazy, uh, I get it. If it just is frustrating you, I get it. Maybe consider another line of legal practice. But as long as there, ins there is insurance defense work, there will be issues with regard to billing. The aim of this podcast is to give you 10 practical tips on how to avoid billing friction and maintain good relationships with the insurance carriers for whom you do work. There are lots of other legal specialties, but if you choose to practice in this space, this space being insurance defense, understand that the ecosystem that you operate in is what it is and aim to cheerfully adapt. This is a wine-free zone. So, 10 tips. Adopting these tips don't guarantee that you'll never have friction over your legal bills, but it'll help you get paid faster. And embracing these practices will go far toward getting paid, getting paid promptly, and avoid being delisted from the carrier's approved panel because of billing screw-ups. Look, if you like the content here, please subscribe to the Claims Coach podcast. We're currently on iTunes and, and leave a review. For more information on Quinley Risk Associates and its menu of services, uh, please visit me on the web at www.claimscoach.com or connect with me on Twitter at ClaimsCoach or through LinkedIn or Quinley Risk Associates is on Facebook as well. Hey, thanks for listening. Be sure to check back for future claims and risk management resources from Quinley Risk Associates.